The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, word of the day. We're off the air today at 3.30 to make way for the City Ford Face-Off show. Your Edmonton Oilers taking on the Boston Bruins in Boston. Uh, it'll start at 3.30. The puck drop at 5 o'clock this afternoon. So the word of the day for the winter getaway to Montego Bay will be coming up here at about 3.15. 3.15. So if you've been tracking that for the past few weeks, you want to be listening at that point. Uh, we make the big draw on Monday and have uh, some more details coming up uh, in just a few minutes. Right now, it might be uh, one of the most talked about and shared story of the week, the search for a home for three St. Bernard dogs at the Edmonton Humane Society. A day a day after putting out a call for adopters, the EHS has been flooded with applications. So now with an update on Gasket, Gunter and Goliath. We're joined by Lee Milligan, the supervisor of animal behavior at the Edmonton Humane Society. Hey, Lee. Hello. How are you? <laughs> We're fantastic. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. I can't tell you, sorry, Brad. I can't tell you how many social media, Facebook posts I saw with people saying to their friends, oh, you have to do this, you have to do this. My kid, my youngest kid, probably spent 10 minutes in text conversations saying, come on, mom and dad, you need to get these dogs. It's been nonstop. And we'll get into the whole story here, but I feel like as a caveat to whoever eventually owns these dogs, you need to make sure that they will document their life provi- story on they Instagram. To, they need to provide <laughs> updates, Lee. Yeah, they need to have an Instagram story for these guys. They're so popular. <laughs> okay, so can you tell us um, how these dogs ended up at the EHS? Yeah, they were transferred to us from a different animal welfare uh, organization. Um, we don't know a whole lot about what they went through when they were there, um, but they came in together, and from that point, we tested them out to see how they were personality-wise. We tested them with each other. Um, it's pretty obvious that they, they look very similar, so <laughs> we wanted to make sure that we had a good idea of what they were able to be away from each other and whether or not they really did need to go to each other. So, so we, when, we went through a bunch of testing for yeah, that. Yeah, so, so when you did that and you realized that these dogs are, are really bonded, mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're chums, and um, that's, that's uh, a big, maybe not a big decision for you because of your job, but for someone taking on three St. Bernards and and thinking about the possibility of finding someone to adopt three St. Bernards, that must have been at least in the back of your head of maybe it would be easier to split them up. Absolutely. We want to make sure that those dogs are going to the right home and we want to make sure that if they do need each other, that we, we do do that for them, that it's the best, it's in their best interest. But, you know, we always want to make sure that if we do have to make a decision like that that we don't take it lightly and we do all of the necessary testing and make sure that that's actually what they need so that we can do what's best for them. Okay, so Lee, they come in, you put out a press release and it practically becomes viral. <laughs> yeah. Not uh, not only in Edmonton, but surrounding areas across the country, around the world, which we'll touch on in a bit. And then we find out that the application process is closed. So how many mm-hmm. applicants did you get? And now what is the process going forward? 
we received over 200 emails <laughs> just on the first day. <laughs> um, so it closed after that. Um, we wanted to make sure that we could filter through them. Um, we did receive a lot of uh, applications from all over the country, from the U.S., from those places as far away as Australia. Um, so at this point, we're going through some of those applications. We're asking some uh, interested adopters for a little bit more information. Um, and then hopefully we can narrow it down and hopefully find them a home within the next few days. What are you looking for in, um, in, in their forever home? Well, we want to make sure that they have ample space. They are really large dogs. Um, we also want to make sure that uh, the people who do adopt them do know what they're getting themselves into. They definitely need to have a good idea of how much it'll cost. Um, these guys will probably be about $300 a month just to feed. Mm. Um, they both are, they'll all need really good grooming. They need lots of space. We want to make sure that that's uh, definitely really present in, in the adopter's mind. So just the process now, Lee, I mean, in terms of what happens next. So you get 200 emails that, I mean, to cut through all of that to get down to, I don't know, 20 or 10. I mean, what sort of, pro what does the process look like? Because it almost sounds like a job application <laughs> process. You, you've submitted your resume, you're hoping you're one of the final five and then the final two, and then hopefully you get picked. Yeah, definitely. We were trying to make sure that Best case scenario, they go to somewhere that's close. Uh, we want to try and reduce the amount of stress that it takes for them to get to that new home. Um, so that cut down some people a little bit. Um, obviously, if we do find that we need to expand our search a little bit, we'll definitely do that. Um, but most of it, we were making sure we were looking nice and close uh, for people who were within that uh, a close area, for people that were you know, had that space to be able to handle them, who a lot of them uh, had history with other uh, large breed dogs. Yeah. So somebody who, who looked like they kind of knew what they were looking for. Lee, are they as sweet as they look? Are they, they just like big, friendly, gentle giants? Absolutely. Oh. They're lovely. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're just beautiful. Um, and so I understand, though, from, from some of these applications, you, you were able to find out a little bit more information ab about the dog, some of the folks who had emailed new of these dogs? Yes, we did find that some people uh, sent us in some messages and said that they did know who the dogs were when they were younger, um, and they shared some more details with them. Um, they shared that the dogs were actually litter mates, um, and they have been together since they were born. Um, they told us that they were a little bit older, over five years old, which was a bit of a surprise for us. Their teeth are amazing. So which is we, good news. Uh, we weren't <laughs> expecting them to be about five. Um, but we were also told that they've, they've done everything together, that they drink from the same bowl, they eat from the same bowl. <laughs> so it was good to know. Well, even yesterday, I think there was video that someone put up and, you know, one dog went pee, the other one went, followed yeah. it, the next one went. Like, it's just, <laughs> they were all, yeah, as you said, all out of the same bowl, everything. Yeah. Well, uh, boy, you guys have uh, some work ahead of you and uh, some family going to be um, blessed with having, you know, three beautiful dogs and and uh, and I'm sure it's going to be the right family, Lee, but again, that's going to be, I, I'm sure you guys are even more connected, well, I don't want to say even more, but super connected to these animals just yeah. given, uh, you know, the, the circumstances around them. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's going to be a big job, but um, I'm confident. We're confident we have a lot of wonderful families who have sent in uh, applications and that we will we'll definitely find somebody for these guys. And Lee, just despite the uniqueness of this case, I mean, there's obviously so many other dogs at, uh, mm. at the Humane Society. How can people, you know, reach out to you and get in touch and come down and visit and see if maybe they can find another dog uh, forever, another dog's forever home? Yeah, absolutely. We have lots and lots of really, really wonderful dogs who are available for adoption, who are coming up to be available for adoption. 
Um, our website is edmontonhumanesociety.com. Um, all of our available animals are on there, so everybody is welcome to come and have a look at that. Um, we are also open um, from noon until 5 on the weekend and 7 during the week, um, mm-hmm. and they can come and have a look at all of our wonderful animals available. Yeah, I, I brought home one of my dogs. Uh, he's passed away now, but uh, Teddy Spaghetti Head is what we called him because he's a big goofball, <laughs> but my Chesapeake Bay Retriever from the Edmonton Humane Society was one of the best decisions I ever made in my life. And to be honest with you, there's a dog on there right now that looks like him and I sent it I sent the link to my the link to my husband this afternoon <laughs> yeah just what we need another one Lee thank you so much and please keep us updated on this you'll, you'll be sending out more information I hope yes absolutely all right Lee Milligan from the Edmonton Humane Society thank you so much thank you all right uh, yeah Gunter Gasket and Goliath the three uh, St. Bernard, so the countdown is on for them to have a new home. But again, I, I went on the website today. There's a number of dogs on there. So if you're thinking, okay, I want those dogs, you know, and you, you're not going to possibly get them, go look at some of the other ones because there's uh, lots of great dogs on there looking for a home. Yeah, and not only dogs, right? I mean, the Edmonton yeah. Humane Society has done such great work in this community. Oh. And uh, I mean, it was recently did the cat adoption. Yeah. They had that yeah. on a Sunday afternoon, go down and take home a cat. And I was uh, coasting with Andrew at the time yeah. and he was telling his stories about all the cats they've brought home. Yeah. And that event was so successful. Yeah. And it's just so great to see that this is a unique situation. It is. And so many people still stepped up and like you said if you can't get them there are dozens of others that need a home so and if you haven't been out to the new facility and again it's not so new anymore it's it's a few years old now but the Edmonton Humane Society the building out there now is 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 really really quite spectacular and the way they have it set up for you to visit the animals uh it's it's really great so go check it out okay 315 a quick break when we come back the word of the day The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News and New West Travel present Getaway to Montego Bay. Brad, I am sorry to have to tell you all of this in front of you because unfortunately, even though you're an integral part of the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News as our producer... I'm staying home. You don't get to come with us. Yeah, I'm going to have to pitch that to the big boss and <laughs> yeah, say maybe luck. we do a separate producer Brad trip <laughs> yeah. and we just go to Vegas for a weekend. Uh, yeah... Nah, no, we'd have to go on that too. Um, <laughs> it is the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News. Get away to Montego Bay. We are heading to Montego Bay, Jamaica with WestJet for eight nights at a four-and-a-half-star all-inclusive resort called the Grand Palladium. Uh, we're going with uh, New West Travel and, of course, uh, WestJet, which is going to be fantastic. We leave uh, January 19th. It is going to be fantastic. You know how these work. It's all-inclusive. So it includes all your food, your accommodations. There's a welcome reception with the group. There's that farewell dinner with the group. Um, Yeah, it's all inclusive. So you're getting everything. You're getting your food. You're getting your drink. There is an optional um, catamaran cruise that a number of folks are going to do at Sunset Cruise. Sorry, Brad. I'll stop looking at you while I'm talking (laughs) to all of this. Uh, It includes your round-trip resort, airport transfers, um, that uh, dinner before we leave at uh, MKT Fresh Food and Beer Market so we can get to know everybody. It's going to be absolutely great. And also uh, parking at the Edmonton International 
International Airport, there are a few seats, and I'm not joking about this, there's only a few seats left on this. Um, and so if you want to get in on it, New West Travel. Dot com. You can give our friends over there a call at 432-7446. If you're waiting to see if you have a one-year way in, uh, we're making that draw on Monday. You need the word of the day, and today's word is relax. Relax. We're going to relax on the beach in Montego Bay while Brad is back here working. I bet you are, yeah. Relax. So what you need to do, my friends, is go to 630ched.com. You're going to uh, make sure you're on the Edmonton page. Uh, Go to the nav bar to the far right side. Click on more. Go down to contests. Um, And then you'll see a picture of me and Andrew, and it says the 630Ched Afternoon News. You're going to enter the word relax as today's word of the day. There's one more word tomorrow. We have had thousands and thousands and thousands of entrants, so we can't wait to make that big draw on Monday again. Today's word of the day is relax. We need to, uh, I need to get in touch with that graphic department Mm. and then behind you guys I'll be there (laughs) with a look of total disdain on my face and then we'll know how everyone's feeling Hey, you can buy your way in no, if hey. you really want to come. It's going no, to be a great time. No, you know what? I mean, it's great for the listeners. It's always a blast. You guys it have is. fun. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a great time. And I won't spoil or say how many seats are left, but she is not lying when she says... There's very few seats left. There are very few seats left. So if you're... Let's put it this way. We've sold it out once, and then we got more seats. Yeah. So it's going to be lots of fun. Lots of fun. The big draw uh, on Monday. Uh, we'll probably do it right around that time that we usually give you the word of the day at 425. But again, today we're off the air early because the City Ford Faceoff show starts at 330. One more time, the word is relax. So as we wait uh, for uh, Reed to join us in here to give us an idea on what's coming up on that City Ford Faceoff show, here's a story for you. I don't like being scared. <laughs> I don't like scary uh, movies. I've been to one haunted house, like the, yeah, one haunted house, and it was crazy. It was at Universal Studios. When I was in my early 20s, my parents were down in Florida, and they said, well, come down. So it was at Halloween. Halloween at Universal is crazy. I mean, they put on one heck of a, of a, a haunted house. Now listen to this one. This is in Nashville. There was a haunted house. Um, and a bunch of friends were at it. It was called the Nashville Nightmare. So a gal and uh, and her, her buddy went into this haunted house when one of the employees started kind of joking around, hey, you know, is, uh, is your friend bugging you? She jokingly said, well, as a matter of fact, yes, he is bugging me. So he, the employee, handed her a knife. <sighs> See where this is going? Yep. Handed I sure her do. a knife and um the the woman she she turned around thinking it was plastic. She turned around and uh, cuz the employee's like, "Well, if he's biting you, just stab him." Um turns around, stabs the guy, stabs her friend. He's rushed to hospital. He's going to be okay. But she said, we were we were chased by chainsaws. We were holding other weapons, all kinds of stuff at night. And all of it was fake except for this knife. The guy who gave it to her after she stabbed her friend was freaking out saying, oh my gosh, I didn't know my knife was that sharp. I didn't know. I'm not, I'm so sorry. How did you not know? Yeah, the weight. 
the weight you, of it. How do you not know? Right. To me, like, the weight would be the difference. If exactly, I'm holding yeah. a plastic knife, there's nothing you know to that. it. If there was a blade, you know, <laughs> I, I feel right there I'd go, oh, man, this guy actually gave me something real here. Exactly. And Everything to, else had been fake. Yeah, and even in a haunted house, to suddenly just turn around and even try to, like, pretend yeah. stab your friend. Right? So she says uh, she never meant to hurt him. Uh, their other friend thought the weapon was fake. Uh, the employee, by the way, has been placed on leave quote, until we can determine his involvement. Uh, we're going to go over safety protocols with all of our staff again as the safety and security of all of our patrons is always uh, the main concern. Police uh, continue their investigation, but yeah, nice. Hi, Reed. Jalen, Brad, how's it going? Good, nice how are you? Yeah, how are you? Doing great. I'm doing quite well. Are you excited about this evening? Well, it's good to have a game broadcast. It sure it's is. Been, it's been, uh, I don't know what the word, not, not strange. It's but been a long it's kind of like you know I, we do inside sports and I'm always giving NHL scores but usually you have a game of your own mm-hmm. every two or three days to talk about. So there are four teams in the NHL that have only played one game: Edmonton, New Jersey, uh, and Florida and Tampa Bay. Oddly enough, mm. have only played one game each, but New Jer- they're all they're all playing tonight, and New Jersey's back home uh, against Washington. So what are what are some of the storylines going in tonight that you're looking at and uh, other folks should be looking at during the game? Well, I think first of all, just a, a game with better pace for the Oilers <laughs> and and better checking. They, they, I mean, they rarely had the puck against New Jersey, especially in the second period. That was the 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 really bad one. So I think you look for them, uh, you know, winning battles, defending better in their own end, and then getting the puck up ice to the forwards to spend a little time in the other end of the ice. I think that's definitely number one. And then, uh, you know, kind of a subset of that is is how they handle Boston. Because Boston Mm. started last season pretty poorly, actually. And then middle of November, they just took off after that. And you may remember the game they played in February in... uh, in Rogers place. The Oilers had a 2-0 lead after two periods and just got swamped in the mm. third period and Boston won the game 3-2. What's coming up on the show? Well, we'll check in uh we'll check in with Bob. Uh, you'll hear a little bit from uh from Leon Draisaitl and Zdeno Chara had some very interesting comments about uh about Connor McDavid. Yeah. Very very complimentary comments sure. as well. And of course, Rob in studio games at 5. Awesome. All right. Have a great show. A reminder tomorrow, um the 6:30 Chet afternoon news. I'll be back at 2 o'clock. Chris Hadfield joining me on the phone at 205. We'll have another pair of tickets to give away. Thanks for joining me this afternoon, Brad. Always fun. We'll talk to you tomorrow too. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.